hear the music. It's time. Wild Minute with Troy. Evening edition, Wednesday night, March 2nd, 2022. Still in the wake, all of us are really, in, of a stinging 5-1 to one loss to the Flames just 24 hours ago. As this is being recorded, uh, the New York Rangers just tied it up with the St. Louis Blues 3-3 at the Garden. National TV game on TNT. I'll tell you what, losing 7 of 8, what it means is we're scoreboard watching, folks, every night. You should be watching TNT right now. You need the Rangers to beat the Blues, and after that, you need the Kraken to beat the Preds because that's the only way the Wild are going to make the playoffs now that they've let uh, they've regressed to the mean and they've let the rest of the field catch up. Not to say they can't pull away again, but right now we have a team that's in a little bit of flux, and they got to decide which direction they're going to go, north or south. One last thing about the game last night with the Flames. Let's not look past the fact Calgary has won 12 of their last 13. They're probably the best team in the West next to Colorado. Certainly the best team in the Pacific Division ahead of Vegas and the Kings. And probably the odds-on favorite to be the number two seed in the Western Conference playoffs. Not making excuses. The Wild had lots of holes in their game last night. But Calgary with, uh, I've said this two or three different pods, Johnny Goudreau, a.k.a. Johnny Hockey and Kachuk, that line is big. And that line is fast. And uh, the Wild saw six periods of that over the past four days. And uh, we are just thankful that we will not see Calgary again this season until potentially late in the playoffs. Moving on, a couple other trends we've noticed lately. The, the Wild have a supersized problem. Um, Clearly, the Wild aren't the biggest team. They are one of the faster teams, but with defensemen like uh, Jared Spurgeon, five foot eight, hundred and seventy pounds. Even Kalen Addison, he's another uh, sub six footer, not even two hundred pounds. The Wild do need big defensemen, and with Dumba out of that lineup, like he has been for two weeks, that stings. Here's the trend that I'm troubled by. Against the Flames, the Blues, and the Jets. So against Calgary, St. Louis, and Winnipeg. Three of the bigger teams in the NHL size-wise. The Wild have gone 0-2 against Calgary, 0-1 against the Blues, and 2-2 against the Peg. That's 2-5 against those three big teams. Very troubling when you consider what happens in the playoffs. The game slows down, referees swallow the whistle, and the neutral zone becomes a sand trap. What that means is the Wild need to find a way to at least compete with these bigger teams. They certainly can. All is not lost, but that is a troubling trend um, that uh, I dug up today. One other one that that (laughs) doesn't look good for this team, by the way, against the current other seven teams in the Western Conference that would be in the playoffs if the season ended today, the Wild are two wins, nine losses, and one overtime loss. That's 2-9-1 against the Western Conference playoff field. Trend or mirage? Time will tell. One other thing I've noticed, too, and I think we need to, we can't lose sight of the fact. The Wild aren't as bad as it feels right now, but they weren't as good as they looked at 10-0-1 either. They're somewhere in the middle. They're probably where they deserve to be in a, in a fourth or fifth playoff seed. But let, let, let's not let the last two weeks shape our complete perception of what this team looks like. Before we turn the page, though, um, I, I did find Dean's quote uh, interesting. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, 
we did everything but score. And that includes our power play sucked and our goal scoring sucked. Everything else was great. Great. Our physicality was great. Our commitment was great. Our uh, chances, um, we have out chance in them. Everything was great except we didn't score goals. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, with all due respect to the coach, who, who I'm a big fan of, um, it sounds like that's a fragile team, and it sounds like he's talking to his team right now, letting them know they took a step in the right direction. As he points out, everything was great last night except the power play, and they didn't score. I will tip my cap to Markstrom. I think he's one of the top two or three goalies in the game. But I am troubled where Dean was clearly sending a message to his team in the postgame comments last night. And it's just really tough to believe that, gee, everything was great. We played really well, but we lost 5-1. to one. All right, turn the page on last night. I need to move on. Trade deadline, March 21st, less than three weeks away. Nothing's changed here. We need a big defenseman. We need a center and a goaltender. Not going to get all three. Probably won't get two of the three. It is interesting if you listen to the Daily Pod, you are going to notice my identified needs of this team are rotating almost on a daily basis. I would say right now if they had to pull the trigger for one player, they need a big defenseman. They need someone that can then hold up on the blue line, get that puck up the ice, and uh, you know send a little more physical presence. Um, because clearly that's lacking on the defensive side. All right, next game. We know where the Wild are. They flew out to Philadelphia tonight, but make no, both Thursday and Friday's games are at 6 o'clock Central. I'll say it again, 6 o'clock we drop the puck tomorrow night and Friday night. A couple interesting Wild angles in Philly. Former Wild general manager Chuck Fletcher is the general manager of the Flyers. Former Wild coach Mike Yo is now coaching the Flyers. Former defenseman, former gopher, Nicky Seeler. Yeah, he's skating for the Flyers. Should be fun tomorrow. A lot of, a lot of familiar faces. Um, also, we can lament that the Wild have lost uh, six of seven. The Flyers have lost eight of their last nine. So someone has to win tomorrow night. Finally, turning the page again to tomorrow night, keep an eye on Flyers star Claude Giroux. I've been talking about him a lot, but you're going to get the chance tomorrow night to watch him in action against our Wild. Giroux is the number one rent-a-player on the market this month. I've been talking about it a lot. He'd be great in a Wild uniform. Spoiler alert, I don't think the Wild will give up enough assets when another team will. And I'm not sure after the past two weeks if Billy Guerin can legitimately believe this team is just a player away from winning the Stanley Cup. So that might play in a role to who he's willing to give up. <clears throat> Anyhow, uh, let's call it a night. This has been your Wild Minute with Troy. Have a good evening.